One of the greatest things about being an entrepreneur is we are always ready to move forward, to progress, to take the next step, to take our business to the next level. However, there's a downside to that quality. The downside is there's so much content, there's so much fluff out there that it can be hard to differentiate what is gonna serve us in our business and what is only gonna make us feel good. The point of this podcast is to help you differentiate between those two things and I hope to serve you and help you as much as I can as I am on my own journey with my business going to seven figures. Stay tuned for Bridge the Gap Podcast. Hey, Zach here, Bridge the Gap Podcast. <clears throat> so <laughs> I've had just the I've just had the most wonderful weekend. I don't know what it was. I was like super efficient. I was just a machine um, in so many aspects. And I came to some, you know, you know what's interesting? Let me me finish that sentence. I came to some epiphanies. Okay. So what's interesting is that these epiphanies are not new. Have you ever had a redo epiphany? (laughs) It's like... You once had an epiphany and then it kind of like died over time. You know, things got in the way, you get distracted, new opportunities, shiny objects, right? Um, And then like one day it hits you and you're like, oh, epiphany, even though I've already had this epiphany in the past. And sometimes you don't even realize it. Like sometimes you have this epiphany and you're just like, it's new, even even though if you really think, and you you think back, it's not a new one. It's it's a repeat one. Isn't that interesting? It's like, ah, why why do we forget so quickly? How do we forget so quickly? Very basic concepts. So what I want to talk about two things. Uh, number one, the art of storytelling, and number two, personal finance. So let's dive in a little bit here. This one might be a little bit longer than desired. <laughs> Deal with it. Okay, no, so <laughs> one and a half speed. Time to, time to enable that sucker. So, okay, here's the deal. Um, first and foremost, storytelling. You like how I started out with the whole epiphany thing and how sometimes you think it's a new one, but it's really an old one. And if you really think about it, we just keep forgetting our epiphanies and then rehaving the same epiphany. That's that's a story. Did you catch that? Not only is it a story, it's a story you probably relate to because that's a story my audience definitely relates to because it happens to them. It happens to me. My audience and me are the same. The reason I bring that up is, is pretty interesting. So I went to this, this event last week called Offermind. It's, it's been um, exactly a week today. Um, one of the first, the absolute first thing in my notes for that event is it says, <laughs> it says like, he tells stories that I am completely relating to and that I have experienced. So Steven Larson was the first speaker. He comes out on the stage. And the first thing he does is he starts talking about stories and things that have happened that all of us in that room related to because he targeted his, his event audience so well 
We were all like him. He knew that if he told that story, people would relate to it. People would immediately connect with him. It actually is is a method of, of delivering a little bit of oxytocin into your brain. Oxytocin and a little bit of serotonin. So oxytocin is like the connection chemical, right? So you immediately connect with him. Serotonin is like status. Since he is a millionaire, you know, immediately you kind of relate yourself to him. Like, oh my gosh, I'm just like a millionaire. So you get a little status upgrade. Isn't that interesting? Oh my gosh, science is so cool. Okay. So the epiphany thing was a story, just like how Steven started out with a story. Later on, Russell Brunson came on stage. He talked about his overall framework for anything, for everything. His framework for every video, his framework for every, everything. And it starts out with a story, right? That's not necessarily new. What I just like about it is the fact that it relates so well. And now I know what chemicals are induced based on the story and based on, you know, the situation. So I just think, I don't know. I just think it's fascinating. So the other bit with the story, um, <laughs> okay, small sidetrack. Um, there's, there's one thing I learned big time that I already knew. Again, this is a renewed epiphany. People, the way I bring someone into my business, like as a customer, the way I bring them in determines what they do with it. The way I bring them in determines what they do with it. Okay, so if somebody's in for free, they don't do jack. If someone paid $1,000, they do something. If someone pays $2,000, they do more. See how this works? It's interesting. And that's my price point so far. I have a $5,000 offer too, but it's not really active right now because I am strapped for time. Um, anyway, so, I, okay, so that said, I got this free course. Actually, I got like eight free courses when I bought one course a couple months ago. I bought uh, like a few, actually, I guess it's been like four or five months now. Um, there's this course that came out by uh, Tony Robbins, Dean Graziosi, Russell Brunson. My goodness, I didn't care, honestly, I didn't care what the price point was. I'd probably end up buying it anyway because of those three power hitters contributed to the course. I'm like, oh my gosh, you got those three minds, those three brains on this one course? That's pretty freaking intense. I was very shocked to see that it was a $2,000 offer. My goodness, that in and of itself was a no-brainer. And then they go out and they're like, hey, by the way, you can do four payments of 500 bucks. I'm like, what? My goodness, they're just giving this amazing thing away. And sure enough, guys, it was it was really an amazing, uh, an amazing um, course. I really enjoyed it. But on top of that, I got it through Russell's uh, affiliate link because dude gave like eight courses with it. He's like, he went to his inner circle. He's like, hey guys, what can we do to spice up my, my KBB offer? And all of his inner circle members were just giving away courses. And so I got those, right? I got those. Um, have I watched any of them? No. Why? Because I didn't pay for them. Did I watch KBB? Yes, the whole thing. Because I paid two grand for that thing. Isn't that interesting? Okay, side note done. So the reason I bring that up is because one of the speakers at Offermind, uh, his name is Bradley Gibb. He's a financial genius. Um, comes from an accounting and Wall Street background. Um, he's one of the best in the world, actually. 
and uh, he gave us a nice little talk speech thing, and I really was impressed. It was really cool, the stuff he talked about. And you know what? A big part of what he talked about was how's your relationship with money? And you know what? My relationship with money is still crappy, and I'm working so hard at it. That's my number one mindset thing right now that I've been focused on for like a month. I'm not even exaggerating. It's been like a month. Every single day, I am working on my relationship with money because it's not good. And my wife knows that, right? She's got a better relationship with money, which makes no sense because she grew up way worse than I did. Like, I don't get it, but whatever. So anyway, <laughs> um, oh, dang it, there's a car. Um, anyway, so I didn't do jack with this guy's course, even though I had, I have that Brad Gibb guy. I have his course. I have it. It's sitting in my bookmarks bar. How cool is that? One second, guys. I got a, I got a car. All right. He's, uh, he's one of the cow guys around here. Anyway, so... <laughs> Just sitting in my bookmarks bar, and I didn't do anything with it. So I started watching it after seeing his his uh, you know his speech at the event. I started to I'm like, oh my gosh! I put it really big on the page. Like, you need to watch this guy's course. You have it for free, and you're just sitting on it doing nothing with it. So I prioritized that the moment I got home, because my one of my biggest struggles is my relationship with money. You know, I just I don't know. It's like. It's like anything where money is leaving the bank stings. Even if it's something amazing, even if it's something I want, money leaving the bank stings for me, period. It's like a big insecurity thing that I've got going on and I'm really working hard on avoiding that. Now here's the interesting thing that has to do with storytelling. This guy gets on stage, and in his course, every single time he and his business partner get on stage in the course to, to teach a, a concept, what do they do? They start with a story, and the story is so relatable. They know who they're talking to, right? And I'm like, <laughs> I connect with them so much. They are inducing so many chemicals into my brain just by telling these stories. It's unbelievable. It's awesome. So what they do is that they're like, you know, like they say the sting thing and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. And then they're like, you know, entrepreneurs, we're amazing people because we know how to, um, and you notice how they say we, like they are also entrepreneurs. Anyway, so they're, they're like, we know how to create money. Guys, money does grow on trees, right? Like <laughs> we know how to create money. You get an ad, you get every, all these little factors of that ad together. Boom, you're generating an income from scratch. How amazing is that? They're like, you know how to make money. Why? Because you're willing to take a little bit of risk. Calculated risks, but still a risk. You're willing to learn fast. You're willing to fail fast. These are amazing qualities that make an entrepreneur successful. And then they're like, these are also the exact same qualities that make you terrible financial planners. Terrible with money. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious, um, and I agreed wholeheartedly. They, they know me, right? At least that's what it feels like, right? Because all they're doing is describing their target audience. They have their target audience honed down so much that they know exactly what story is gonna induce oxytocin and serotonin. Amazing. Oh, love it. 
I'm loving that course. I've only watched like three videos. They're like long videos too. Like they have really long, like hour long videos. So I've watched three of them. I'm gonna watch another, another one today. But okay, so it's interesting. Anyway, enough with the storytelling. The, the, <laughs> that was the first thing I really wanted to talk about was just relating to your audience simply by telling your own stories. Like your audience is you typically. If you're in the digital marketing like info products influencer space, like it's you. You are the story. Um, and that's okay. That's totally okay. If you're selling like a different product or service, just you just gotta know your audience. It is that simple. You know your audience and then you tell a story relating to them. That's all there is to it. Okay. <laughs> all right, moving on. <laughs> so personal finance, let's talk about it because that's the course I'm, I'm looking at here. They actually call it the Entrepreneur Playbook. It's a financial plan created by entrepreneurs for entrepreneurs. <laughs> I love it. I love it to death because the things they explain in there, they resonate with me so good, so well, so well. They are really improving my skill set. I'm sorry, my mindset towards fin personal finance. Sorry guys, I'm like totally out of breath today. Um, my wife is telling me that I need to stop doing this when I'm walking because I'm like, I'm like dying while I'm walking and trying to talk. Dang it, the school bus is back. Ah, oh. okay. I really ought to do this at a different time. You know? So. There's the school bus. Okay. So, what was I saying? Right, personal finance. So this, these guys start going into some mindset tricks, right? They start going into like, um, they start going into like, uh, what do you call it? I'm sorry, I get so distracted, stinking school bus. It's really annoying. Uh, I don't know why they do it this way. They're really special. Okay, so um, what they started talking about with personal finance, it's really fascinating. Okay, now it's gone. So basically, here's what they say. They say there's four quadrants of things that you need to focus on in life in order to have fulfillment, right? The whole thing of life, guys, you will feel depressed, you will feel stuck, you will feel unaccomplished and unsuccessful if you are not focusing on these four aspects of life. First one is physical, right? Your physicalness, <laughs> your physical fitness. Second one, your emotions. What are you doing to improve your emotions and your control over emotions? That's not suppressing emotions. That is not controlling. Controlling emotions is embracing them and controlling them. <laughs> That's the best way I can explain it for now. The third one is spiritual. What are you doing to grow spiritually? Doesn't matter what your belief is. And number four, mental. What are you doing for your mental well-being? Whether that's like in terms of stress or if that's mindset, okay? So those are the four areas. And they're like, if you're focused on these four areas, you yourself 
are growing as a person. And if you're growing as a person, you are the number one asset in your business. So guess what's going to grow with it? Your business. Because your business is improving since you are your business. Whoa, a little bit trippy. So I'm like, okay, that makes sense. I got to focus on these four things. And then, so they had these four boxes, right? And, and it's like in a quadrant, right? So there's four boxes stacked on each other. So there's, you know, two on top, two below it. Um, and then they drew a box right in the middle, kind of overlapping all of it. Um, and they, they drew arrows as if that box in the middle is expanding. And what they said is if you have a bad relationship with money, what ends up happening is you take your focus off of those four quadrants and you put it onto your personal finance. And when you focus on the personal finance and you have a bad relationship with money, you know what it actually does? It actually hurts your business, which in turn hurts your finances, right? So basically, you're so focused on the personal financial part, you stop focusing on the other four things, which makes you stop growing and learning as a person, which hurts the business, which makes it less money, which makes you focus more on the money, and it's a never-ending cycle. They call this um, like going between scarcity and abundance. Scarcity is a state of fear, a state of anger, and it usually pushes entrepreneurs to be creative, make a change, do something different. And then when they do, um, they get into a state of abundance. So when they're in a state of abundance, they're like, ah, like, oh, yay, I did it. I'm no longer afraid. I'm no longer angry. And then what happens? They focus on the wrong thing. They focus on the personal finance. They don't focus on the four quadrants. Therefore, they get back into the state of scarcity. And it's a never-ending cycle. Guys, I have lived this. So when they're talking about this, I am so relating. I'm like, this is exactly my business right now. Like, no joke. And it's all because I'm focused on the stinking money. Not, not making money. Like, I'm not, like, I'm not scamming people. I'm providing value and some people pay for it. Right? That's it. But I'm so focused on that. I'm so focused on that because of my bad relationship with money that it makes my relationship with money worse and it takes away from the four quadrants that actually matter in my life. That was my latest epiphany. Redo, re, redone epiphany. I've, I've had that epiphany in the past multiple times. So why, why am I an idiot? And I just, <laughs> I'm not an idiot. I need to, don't talk, don't tell yourself things like that, guys. I, I know like I didn't really mean it, you know, like, ah, oh, I'm an idiot, right? You make a mistake, you just kind of like say stuff like that. But it actually affects you on a subconscious level if you say it enough. So stop it. I'm telling myself that as much as you. Anyway, my point here, guys, is you need to focus on those four quadrants. Physical, emotional, spiritual, mental. When you focus on those, you're not focusing on the money. This is how you do the long-term game. Guess what's going to happen? Your money is going to grow. Your money is going to grow. I know it. I know it because I've experienced that. If I look back, like the very first time I was experiencing great money with digital marketing through affiliate marketing, okay? <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. I'm like, I was doing, I was focused on those four quadrants. I had just quit my job, right? 
and, uh, and, and I could focus on me and growing it myself. And that's, you know, some people would consider that selfish. It's not. I mean, it is <laughs> on the surface. I'm being very selfish by going working out for an hour and a half every day. That is time away from my business, time away from my family. That could be considered selfish. I spend an hour away from business to learn something new. That's doing the course thing that I'm doing right now. Every single day. Is that selfish? Yes. Yes, but at the same time, it's not. See, by being selfish, by selfishly growing yourself, you're actually being selfless. Because by growing yourself, you are a better asset to those around you and to your business. You're a better person and thus you help other people grow around you. If you're doing that, that is extremely selfless. If I'm not on top of my game, my students cannot be on top of theirs because they look to me for their source of information. And rightly so, they should. They should because I take it extremely seriously. I do not take it lightly. So be selfish. Work on your physical, emotional, spiritual, and mental well-being. Stop focusing on personal finance. Better your relationship with money by focusing on those four quadrants. And only those four quadrants. There's a number of things you could do to improve those things. And uh, I think that's all I got. So stories, (laughs) stories relate. You notice how I said stories throughout that whole thing? Didn't I? I talked about my own experience with finances. I talked about the scarcity and abundance and scarcity and abundance cycle. How many of you related to that? I'm not making that up. It's true stories. You're not a liar by knowing the science behind storytelling. But now that you know the science behind storytelling, utilize it to help people. My goodness. That's what I'm doing. Don't be like a a crazy scammer guy and use it for bad things. Okay, full stack. <clears throat> okay, I'm going to stop name dropping. Anyway. All right, guys. I hope that was helpful. Um, I highly recommend it. Look up Entrepreneur Playbook. I have no idea how much the course is. I think they said it was like, it was one or two thousand. Um, I'll tell you what. I'm loving it so far, and I can't wait to watch today's video. Like, that's, that's what I want my course to be like. Like, I can't wait to learn blah, you know? Um, okay. Anyway, guys. You have a great day. I'll talk to you later.